So I saw the best thing today. Yeah? What was it? Was it me? Um, uh, you know those... You know how sometimes when you're driving, you'll see something that makes you go, oh, someone's having a midlife crisis. Sure. Mm-mm. I love this drink. So, uh, imagine, if you will, a 60-year-old woman and her mother... They're driving a brand new Mini Cooper. Okay. It's black, but the front has this like blue, purple, pink, like racing fire. Hey. And on the back, where it's kind of flat. Uh huh. Um, you you know how you like airbrush a cool wizard picture on a van? No, I don't know uh, how you would. I mean, I can picture it, but I don't know why anybody would do that. But you know that style. Okay. Yeah. So they went somewhere and had someone airbrush a pirate ship with clouds that look like Jack Sparrow and uh, Davy Jones looking over the pirate ship. But they kind of they they weren't making it wasn't like a poster recreation. It was like a weird interpretation where they were making this like Jesus face like they're watching over the ship. Huh. Do you think their car's name was Bradley? It could have been. Is it been a Bradley Cooper? It could have been. That joke was brought to you by Tito's Vodka. I'm mixing it with cranberry juice again. <laughs> that sounds pretty good. I hate cranberry juice. Man, you throw some vodka in there. It tastes pretty good. I made a Karazan cocktail. I don't know. What, oh, I like I, know, I like Karazan. What's, what's in that cocktail? Um, It's, uh, I want to say it's three parts rye whiskey, Um, two parts sweet vermouth, a bit of... Um, not, no, what's, what's that sugary thing? Like, uh... Not simple syrup, but, uh, oh, shoot, I forgot what it's called. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Is it, like, an orangey flavored? A little bit. Oh, what the fuck is that called? It's in, um, Mai Tais. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then some, like, triple aromatic... Sec. Triple sec. Uh, some aromic bitters, and one of those stupid, uh, cherries. That sounds really good. Oh yeah, have I, <laughs> have I shown you the picture? It looks just like the uh, the Hearthstone card. Oh really? Yeah, where he's like, did, did you ever see that trailer for that Hearthstone expansion about Karazhan? No. It's a disco party. Nice. And it's like it's a fun like disco song, uh, singing about all the like crazy stuff that goes on in Karazhan, and it's like this uh, '60s style uh, medieval hosting a party. Oh man! And the whole, the whole the whole theme is like all it's all like disco themed cards and stuff, and it's like he invited you for one night at Karazan, and he's holding this like this great cocktail in the cover art. I miss I miss that raid. That was my favorite raid. Did you see that redid it in HD? I did not see that. That is a good. Um, they added some new things that complement the classic stuff too. Well, um, it's kind of a fun. Yeah, it's like a. It's not really a raid now. It's like a two-part dungeon. Weird. But there's a part where you go upside down, and then there's a part where the ceiling tiles just like outright disappear into space, and you're like falling through time portals, and it it just gets really crazy. I feel like the next time, like I don't have any roommates around because they're doing better stuff than hanging out with me. I'm gonna get drunk and then like watch a playthrough of Kara, because. I, it's been so long, and I've kind of just like I get really nostalgic for that every once in a while. 
And I'll probably have a yeah. wink, because you don't know when it'll be around. It's, yeah, it's fun to do nostalgic stuff. They, it was... Man, Warcraft did a big update recently. Um, Actually, it just went live Tuesday. But they, they redid all the leveling, so now it kind of scales. So you don't, like, outpace things. You can just stay in the level 20 area until you're done with the story if you want. And you'll keep leveling up. Yeah, you um, you said they were going to do something like that with, like, Guild Wars did something similar. Guild Wars Yeah, too. it's a similar thing. But they also added, like, four new races, so there's a reason to make new characters. Sure. And it's really weird, like, I'm, I'm in these super, you know, these 12-year-old zones now, and it's full of players running around, collecting, like, level 12 gear and and fighting off imps. And it's just this weird experience that, like, no one's actually doing the current stuff. I kind of, I don't know, I like, oh, that sounds fun. It, it sort of is. Um, I mean, it's still a little bumpy, and it's actually kind of buggy. Like, there's some things that aren't scaling right, so you you show up in a level 20 zone, and then a level 93 monster will appear. <laughs> and it's like, they'll just put on a notice, like, no one go to Duskwood, it's scary. Man, remember the first time I accidentally wandered into, like, the Eastern Plaguelands, and I was, like, level 20, and I was like, I wonder what's over here. And, like, some fucking zombie gargoyle thing just comes out of nowhere and one-shots me. And it's just like, holy shit, what... Because this was, you know, early on when I started playing the game. And it's like, mm-hmm. what, what fucked up world is this? You know, like, it was just so... It was, like, a really, really, like, kind of special moment, even though I died. But just, like, the the intrigue and, like, the monsters and, you know, the music changed. These are going into this the plague lands. And it's like, this place is horrible. And then it, all of a sudden, nothing's got levels anymore because they're so high that I can't see what level they are. Ah, World of Warcraft was good times. Some good times. I miss my, my level 39 Twink Warrior. It was cool. Twink means something different to you. Yes. Well, I mean, it means the porn thing, too. I, I'm, I'm aware of that terminology. But when it comes to video games, it means taking a low-level character and making them real strong so you can beat up low-level characters that aren't. My level 39 Warrior was pretty badass. <laughs> So anyways, this means that that doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't know... I don't know. There's pros and cons. His name was Balthazar. That's cool. Yeah. He was undead. So, hey, how have you been? Um, it's been kind of a rough week. It hasn't been, like, a bad week, but it's been... I've been in, just, like, a really shitty mood. Like, I've been wondering most of winter. It's like, oh, man, I haven't really had the winter blues lately. This is kind of weird. Uh, it's different having not having that. And it's just like Monday. They're just like, hello, you're depressed now. It's like, ah, oh, there they are. So I've been drinking a lot this week. You're right. It's opinions are cheap with Cameron and Chad. <laughs> oh, that was good. You are, uh... What did, um... So what were we going to talk about tonight? You wanted to talk about video game music. What is... Video game music. Do to do to do do to do. It's just a bunch of bleeps and bloops. I was trying to think of the Mario theme, and for some reason I can't, which is awful because it's super iconic. Do 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 do. There we go. Found it. Probably did it in <laughs> uh, the wrong sorry, key. Wh- wait, which one? The you know the uh, it's gone again. No, do, try one more time. I want to hear it's it. like, do 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 Or is that something else? That's like at the end of a comedy movie. Fuck, it is. What is the... Oh my god, I'm the worst. 
What is what? There's a fucking introduction music to goddamn Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. Okay, so that's a little different than what I did, but I was I was on the right track. Which is good, because there's only one track to be on, and it goes from left to right. Because it's a 2D game. You can stop now. I think there's something interesting about that like old era music where they didn't have very good uh, sound capabilities on the system, but they had to make something that felt like an epic adventure or an exciting race or just something that you could recognize as music. I mean, it comes back to that thing, like, you're very limited, so you have to be creative with, with what you got, and then they were able to do that. Well, I was just—I <laughs> was literally just talking to somebody about uh, did you ever play Sonic 3D Blast? Um, yes. It has an opening like video movie that's like pre-rendered graphics. Yep. And that video like takes up more memory than is allowed to, on a Genesis cartridge. Like oh. they had to—they had to hyper compress it so much that it turned out so like grainy, and you can't even hear the music just to make it fit. Hmm. And it still shouldn't be possible. Like the gymnastics they did on a programming way to compress it right was like amazing. It's it's still like a mystery to this day exactly who came up with the idea. That's cool. That's a little urban legend. So I put a poll out asking what's everyone's favorite video game music. Um, the first answer is as in music from video games or music to play video games too. So I gave up on that person. <laughs> and then the second person said, Undertale is best video game music. So you gave up on that person? No, that's pretty good music. Have you played uh, Undertale? No, but... It's a good game. It seems like it's fashionable to either shit on it or love it. It's. I guess I'm in the shit on it category. It's more fashionable to make fun of it. Oh, Because the, that's deserved. Then I love it. I want to be the there underdog. Is a, yeah, I mean, I think... In a, a more objective, like, critical stance, it deserves respect. If you kill a dog and bury it, it's an underdog. <laughs> underdog had a good opening. That's, like, catchy music. Yeah, it did. The shitty superhero. He's okay. Oh, all that Hanna-Barbera shit. He's, um, he's what I wish Superman was. That's fair. In that he's not all-powerful. He's just powerful. Yeah. That's good enough, you know? Superman is at his best when he's not fighting bad guys, which is sort of true of most superheroes. Well, sometimes I I think um I think it's fun to have him stop a bad guy because it's like he's doing something with his power. Sure. If you want a compelling story, you kind of want more conflict. But I think there's something kind of popcorny fun about him just stopping a bank robbery. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I like him like. He's got a super kid, and his kid doesn't know what to do, and he's got to, like, impose these morals on his kid, because if he doesn't, his kid could, like, tear the planet in half or something. I like how bad a father Goku is. Oh, man, Goku is, like, the worst father, other than... The the only father that's worse is Gon's father from Hunter x Hunter. That dude is a douche. But never painted to be one, much like Goku. What were we talking about before... Uh, World Warcraft? Oh, yeah, you know what? I want to send you this song that no one can hear at home. What's your favorite World Warcraft music? Uh, immediately, I think of... Um, there's a track 
from the Warlords of Draenor soundtrack that wasn't used in-game. But it's on the soundtrack that came with the Collector's Edition. And it's, it's so... Uh, it's so neat because what they do is it feels like the cartoony war of, you know, blue versus red sort of a thing. Sure. It's It's got this, like, battle march to it, and there's this tribal drum to it. But there's a depth there that's a little more complicated, and it just it gets you excited. Like, I listen to it while I'm playing the game sometimes. If I'm doing, like, PvP for a while, it just feels like this is supposed to be playing right now, and they messed up. expansion was good but the best stuff was probably Wrath of the Lich King yeah fucking I was gonna say Sholazar Basin I mean I love the trailer music it's like the best music I, I would love I love going to that place and just fishing and then I would I would uh I'd listen to that music while I fished and then I'd go back with my fish and I'd do stuff with them sell them and make money and then I was like man I'm playing this game too much Okay, I found the one I like. It's called Tides of War. Um, now it would it's... be called Tide Pods of War. Oh, that's so topical. I know, right? Look at that. Well, speaking of which, I need my podcast name. So what? Yeah. It, what is your favorite? Shoulder Basin. I just said it. Or are you talking like globally more games than just World of Warcraft? Oh no, you told. Me. That's right. Okay, so I wanted to send you this one. One night in Karazhan. Oh man, but someone's gonna have a have a sex. <laughs> Somebody, not everyone. I don't know. It could be orgy. But anyways, on that thumbnail, you see a picture of the drink I'm drinking. Yeah. To party down with me. Come inside. Oh, this is nice. Meet your friends at the door. We've got a feast like you've never seen before. Oh my god, or having a disco punch. There's a there's what looks like many giggles, but not that right. 
Yeah, this is this is like what Blizzard's really good at doing is just this cute very there's like no characters yet there's a lot of character. There's personality. Like you can look at someone and identify exactly what they are. Yeah. But and not that, in like that's a, worth something. It's it, it, it's not in like a, a a bad way though. Like the, it's like caricature but in a in an endearing way. You know, this is actually I might want to have a podcast about this topic. But tropes aren't inherently bad. Mm-mm. And I feel like that's Warcraft's success is like if you look at a big tough green orc with a hammer that's made out of like swords that are tied to a stick. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. You you know everything you need to know about him just by looking at him. And they can write a story where there's something deeper going on, but there's something fun about not having to think and just like, oh, look at the big orc. And oh, look at the elf archer. I, I, can, I get it. Yeah. It's um, it's accessible, but it can uh, in a good way. I don't know. There's, I'm sorry, my my train of thought is like really fucked right now. I don't yeah, know I'm, this isn't a good episode. Um, feel, I'm sorry, everybody. I sent you one earlier in the week. You uh, sent me um near. Yes, near Automata. Uh, and that did was, you listen to any of that? I did. Actually, I ended up listening to quite a bit of it. I was um, I was helping someone. With uh, the basically right, uh, like the back of the the book cover for a comic book. He's doing. He's getting ready to do a Kickstarter for his comic book. He's been working on. Okay. And he cool. had the information, but it was you know it's like no, this needs to be spiced up like something that would you know you, you look at the back cover and be like oh, I want to read this. And so I listened to that while I was writing that for him, and it was really good writing music. Like I didn't really pay attention to it at all. Like it'll be like the first couple minutes. I was like, oh yeah, this is this is nice. I have stuff to do now, and I just like I had that thing going for a while as I was working on on stuff. So it very good background music. It suits the game very well because you can recognize that it's good, but most of the time it's complementing what's going on. Sure. And it's I mean it's really beautiful. It's very strange and it puts you in that place where you, you you can kind of get a little immersed in a strange world because it's it's filling your room with this odd sound. Okay. It, it's... I mean, if anyone's not heard it, it's a little hard to just put into words that it's really good. But the whole world is this, like, dystopia kind of... Uh, you know, the, there aren't a lot of humans left. A post-apocalyptic kind of thing with a lot of lush green life growing over the ruins of society. So everything feels like those abandoned mall videos that you watch, and there's just, like, haunting echo at all times. But at the same time, there's, like, a beauty and a sadness, and there's, there's complicated themes and emotions in the story of the game, but the music does so much to carry it that you can't walk away from that game, like, completely forgetting about it okay it's it's interesting like i don't i don't lit i play games sometimes and like the music's going i almost never pay attention to to video game music like to me it is very much just background music like what that near stuff was when i was working um or i used to do that with the dark sider soundtrack because i have that somewhere on my pc like if i was 
doing some kind of editing where I couldn't listen to music with, with vocals, I would put on that. Just to have it as, just to have noise. Um, it was really good for that, but like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't hum a bar. You know, I don't, I don't know any, I couldn't, same with the near stuff that I listen to. Like, I don't know it, I just know, like, at, at the time I was listening to it, it suited the purpose I needed it to. Mm-hmm. Which to me is what most video game music kind of reduces down to, which is, I don't know, more maybe on me than on the music. Yeah, I get that. And, and it's... Uh, I was thinking about Star Wars. And that first Star Wars movie, I think 80% of its success is that the music made it feel like something bigger than just a sci-fi movie. Sure. Because, I mean, no one, no one really took sci-fi serious before that. It was kind of, you know, Flash Gordon stuff and, and more goofy stuff. And if you break it down, Star Wars isn't really not goofy. You know? There's still some some kind of silly kid themes going on, even though it's neat. But the serious music puts you in a different mindset, and it's this experience that you tell your friends about. Sure. Yeah, it's really amazing like how much the music affects a thing you're watching or playing. Yeah. And then it, you can also just, like, not pay attention to it. It's just, like, subliminally um, affecting you. I'm trying to think of uh, something that affected me, like, while playing, that I actually recognized that the music was getting to me. Uh, did did you Have you ever played any Destiny? Uh, no. Destiny 2, um, I told you a little bit about the story, right? Uh, maybe. It's it's kind of neat because um like all the player characters have this magic power uh of the light and that's what gives them their power to be, you know, these superheroes and fight off the aliens and stuff. So the way that Destiny 2 opens is like your character is on the way back to the base that's like the last place on earth where people can hide out. And <clears throat> what's kind of interesting is that you're, you're coming back, and that place is being invaded. And it's like, that should be impossible because of the way it's defended. But it's like, these bad guys are somehow overpowering the light in a way that's never worked before. And it's like, well, what's going on? And the whole tutorial zone is like, you're being shot at while your base is falling apart around you. And you're like fighting your way through the vendor area and the, the social hub. And it's like, this wall is breaking down, and and you're and it's like everything's being destroyed around you and it's kind of this exciting way to introduce the game sure but what what happens is eventually it gets to the point where like people start dying off and then you you get cut off from the light entirely so you can't like revive yourself anymore and you don't have any of your powers you're just a normal human being and you just and like you fall off the side of the building and you, you crash kind of weird and it's like you're you're literally like limping through the rubble to get out of the city and you go out into the wilderness and you find um there's like there's a lot of dead guardians and you find a gun but there's no ammo in it and there's a part with some like stray alien wolves like come running around and you have to just kind of punch them to death and it's like you're moving at half speed because you're still hurt and you can't double jump anymore like it takes away all your controls pretty much Okay, and it's a it's it's a neat storytelling thing, but the music that goes along with it 
really makes you feel sad. Like, it's not just the visuals of what's going on that, oh no, the bad guys took everything from you. But this music puts you there where you feel like your character, the way you're moving slower, the way you don't have any resources, you don't have any tools, and you don't know where to go. You're just kind of wandering in the woods for a bit. music complement it so well it's like man destiny 2 is the best game ever and then you get to the like level 20 and it's not fun anymore but <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, you send this to me right now and um i like how it early on anyways like it did starts and stops like, there's like these long rests of like no um no sound at all like, there's, it's, it's, it's very it's very bleak mm-hmm. and so like this is something like it's like listening to it by itself I, I get more out of it, I think, than like when I'm playing it, at least like consciously. I'm sure if I was like yeah. playing the scene, I'd be like, "This is amazing." I don't quite know why. I'm just having a lot of fun. It's um, artfully done. Yeah, for sure. I, I, you know, I'm making a video game. I've actually I've had to compose twelve songs for it as background music. Um, the the soundtrack to the game is about nineteen songs, and. Uh, you know what I'm doing is a bit different because uh, you know you're looking at a art, kind of RPG thing, isometric. So it, we don't really have the uh, the resources to make like specific songs for specific events to you know build an emotion or whatever. So it's a lot of like what's something that we can make that's kind of catchy but can also repeat until you're done with the level, right? Uh, and it's long enough where it's not going to get boring. I don't. Know, it, it's um, it's interesting because I get I you know I look at video game music. It, in that way, is like the first time I've actually made music for a thing. Like, the, my first attempts at composing music. Oh, that's... Yeah, you know what? You're right, huh? That's kind of interesting. And, um... It, I don't know. It, it's a lot of fun. And one of the things I worry about, though, is... If people will get annoyed with the soundtrack. Because if they if they don't play the level fast enough or whatever, like, they, they struggle with a boss or something, that they're going to hear that song a lot. And... If I did it right, it's not going to bother them because they're not really going to consciously notice it. But if I did it wrong, it, it, you know, like if it's just too catchy, all of a sudden they notice it over and over and over again, and it gets it gets annoying. Yeah, that's got to be difficult to balance, um, especially when you want them to focus specifically on like the strategy or the story. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I feel like some games kind of get a pass because you could have an annoying soundtrack in a platformer, but it's okay because you're bouncing around, so whatever. Right. I'm trying know. to think of the last time that uh, that game soundtrack actually bugged me. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm th- I I have more positive uh, recollection of game music. I'm normally so cynical; I can only remember garbage. But when it comes to game music, all this good stuff keeps coming to mind. Uh, the whole Cuphead soundtrack, like it was a live band. Oh really? Oh man, did you hear any of that? I've heard some of it. Yeah, it's very good. It's um. It's great. I mean, I'll 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 play it at um I'll play it at work sometimes when I need to like pep up. Sure. And people will like stop and walk into my office. And it's like, what is that?
soundtracks I don't like, but then there's a lot of games I play where I'll throw, you know, uh, other music on, you know, stuff I, you know, CDs I bought, you know, whatever I'm listening to at the time. Um, yeah. I've told Left 4 Dead has a very good soundtrack. I, I don't know, I don't think I've heard any of it, because every time I play Left 4 Dead, I open up iTunes, and it's like, what, what music do I want to kill zombies to? Um, I... Yeah, you know what's funny is uh, Zelda games are known for having music. Yeah, Zelda and games have some really good music. Ocarina of Time has a great soundtrack. Breath of the Wild, like, doesn't have a soundtrack, and it's really? it's interesting because they made this artistic choice that most of the time you just hear the wilderness, like you're always outside, so you hear like birds, and what they'll do is there's a there's like an ambient kind of um. Uh, I don't even want to call it subtle. It's like once a minute, you'll hear like a couple notes that kind of echo on the wind. Oh, that's interesting. And that's it. And it's it's very smart and very brave of them to make that decision. But mm. at the same time, it left me wanting more Zelda music. Sure. But the the reason they did that is it makes things feel special when there is music. Because there'll be a couple dramatic parts... Where there's kind of like a theme playing, but most of the time it's not like this adventurous theme. It's like, you know, take your time, you know, you can gather resources or you can play with your horse or you can goof off kill on these enemies. And like if you if you start a fight, there'll be like a tone where there's like a couple notes of dun 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 dun. But it's not a like a musical thing. Okay. And so what's neat is everyone kind of has this experience at some point. They'll be like walking through the woods and they, they hear this um In the distance, you'll kind of hear this music playing and it, it kind of hits you that, oh, wait a minute. um, Like I'm hearing music and it dawns on you at that point that most of the time you don't hear music. Okay. And so you start exploring out and it's like, well, where is that coming from? What's causing that? And as you get closer, it'll get louder. And there's just this, like, weird kind of person that's playing an accordion. And it's like they're a traveling bard kind of a thing. And it turns into this experience where you found music in the game. And it reminds you of all the other things that are lost to the world. Like, everything's so quiet and dead and barren that you're kind of happy to find this one instrument that's still carrying on the tradition of what was once before. That's a, that's a cool way to use music as a storytelling device. It's brilliant, but at the same time, it leaves me wanting more. <laughs> sure. And it's like, uh, good on them for making something that I, I want more of it, but at the same time, I don't know, it's complicated. Yeah. Like that one of these videos, like, ten hours of cast playing the accordion. Yeah, because it's the only song in the daggum game. <laughs> I feel like um, the the easy easy game to go to as far as music for me is, is like the Sonic games. I feel like all the Sonic games have very good soundtracks. Um, two and three especially. Oh, yeah. Um, Sonic and Knuckles, too. But I guess yeah. that's technically three. Um, okay, so... Um, I went back to our polls. I got one mm. more entry. Someone wrote Sephiroth's theme. So I'm going to stop asking in the World of Warcraft Panda Discord. 
because you guys aren't taking it serious. Let's see. I asked in my writing thing, because I'm a part of a writing Discord, and I got, um, yeah, I like video game music. I got, I've got. i been listening to a lot of Pyre for fantasy writing, and I have a drive list, wandering list, I'm guessing it's like walking through the woods, of uh, Persona 5 music. What do you think of Pyre? Never played it. The music, though. Didn't listen to it. Okay, that's funny, because that was the next one I wanted to talk about. Something funny about Pyre, where every song starts off in a way that it literally reminds me of Land of Glass... And then it'll kind of go, it, like the, a drop will happen that changes the tone of the song. And it's not that it's bad, but it's like, it's setting me up for one thing, and then it goes over here. And I, everyone keeps praising this, and I kind of don't like it as much. It's like, yeah, the one you say, like, the BPM is like, noticeably getting faster as it goes. So it starts off with something yeah. kind of like, a little more pleasant and ambient, and then it, now it's getting like, really digital. It is weird, like, yeah, for the, over the, this 30 seconds, it definitely starts off one thing and is, like, in a completely different direction, 30 seconds in. Now, these are the same losers that made Bastion and Transistor, so, whatever. <laughs> Dude, I, those, both those games have very good soundtracks. Um, I love Transistors. Like, I, I bought the soundtrack and regret buying the game. That's fair. Um... Bastion is good too, but Transistor especially, I still listen to it. It's funny, um, there's a, a video game critic I follow who's like, everyone thinks those, the, the super head giant, whatever their name is, they write really good games, but really they just have really good music that makes the writing seem better than what it is. Well, it makes the whole presentation better than what it is. Like the, I, honestly, I don't like the art design in Bastion. And people talk I, about I how it's, it's like pretty the cool. perfect video game, and it's like, it's good. Uh, um, shoot, I just had one that was really good, and it was... Oh, so I want to talk about catchy stuff. Okay. There are so many themes from Pokemon that will pop into my head at random times. Oh, yeah? Um, I, I don't know if you ever do that, but every at work, every time, I can't help it, every time I get on a bike, I hear the bicycle theme. Oh, yeah? And it's bizarre, because it's not like it's That's a realistic funny. bicycle simulator game. I, I just sent you something, not to, like, cut you off. Oh, good. Um, but since we're sending stuff back and forth. So one of my, my favorite soundtracks in a game is for the uh, Devil May Cry, or DMC Devil May Cry. Oh, I, now, I like DMC. That game is and fucking people, awesome. People like to complain about it, but it's like, well, complain about the artistic changes, but view it as its own, and it's fun. But, uh... I've never played a DMC game until that one, um, and so my my opinion, I don't have that nostalgia or like, this is what the character should be or this is what the tone should be. Um, but, but playing that game, like the combat is awesome, but also the music's all done by like this industrial metal band called Combi Christ, and it's fucking awesome. But it, it tickles it. I really like metal, so it's just like that. It hits me just perfectly, like. Like that, like the new Doom game, like having that awesome metal soundtrack. Doom, oh, Doom has a good soundtrack. I love how th there's even like gags, and I'm loving this DMC. I that was a good soundtrack. But I love the the Doom one 
almost has these like sense of humor in it where like there there's a way that you can you can pull a couple songs and if you look at the waveform there's literally like pentagrams built into it yeah and there's also like the 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 tempo matches the uh like automatic guns so when you're shooting a boss like the boss music is in rhythm with your gun oh that's cool and like even the opening like for the title screen it's like do 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 and instead of doing that last two doo-doot, um, it's your character cocking a shotgun, like, in rhythm. Yeah. And now you're in control. And it's such a beautiful, like, it's kind of funny how overly serious they're treating it, but it's 100% appropriate for what they're doing, and it puts you exactly in the mindset you need to be to enjoy that game. And this is everything why I hate Wolfenstein 2. It was such a bad game. And it's like, I, Doom pulled it off, so how did you guys drop the ball like this? Doom is so good, and Wolfenstein 2 is so not. So disappointed I fucking bought that game. One of the, one of the cool things about the Doom soundtrack, and this is, I'm, I'm, I'm regurgitating this secondhand, but my, my brother was watching, um, I don't know if it was a conference or what about, on, on game design and uh, sound design in games. And the guys that, the guy that did the, the music for Doom, like, it started off, they didn't want to have, like, any, like, guitar in it. They wanted him to go in, like, this completely different direction. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um, but one of the things he did uh, with the guitar in that game is he uh, sampled the chainsaw sound, I think, from the very first Doom game, and combined that with the, his guitar. And there's a, a plugin in, in FL Studio called uh, Fruity Convolver, where you basically you have a sound, and you can overlay another sound, so it's, it's, it's an impulse. He uses all the time for sound effects. It's awesome. And so what he did was... He, he, he'd play the notes, and then he'd throw, like, the chainsaw sound over them, and so it's like a guitar run through a chainsaw. And so the guitar in that game is, like, mixed with a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> and that's awesome. I, that's what makes it so good. I, ah, oh man. Everybody can be the best, but it, like it, it sets the bar where it's like you gotta enjoy and you gotta appreciate this for how how silly, but also how perfect it is. Well, the cool thing about that too is that that story is like that made me realize what that plugin could do because I use FL Studio, and I was like, wait, yeah, you can use that to combine sounds with other sounds, can't you? And so ever since I, I learned that story, like I use that plugin all the time. Um, for music and sound effects because you can just get weird shit with it like um like some of the sounds in in, in the land of glass are like uh like a weird like i don't know some weird thing like you start with like a like a drum or um hitting a, a, a something with a fork and then I'll, I'll i'll combine it with a tuning fork and so now now it's like this weird like spooky kind of thing and then you know you can use that for like a spell or something or a monster spawning yeah, sound design is funny. Uh, you ever play a game where they're using stock sound effects and it takes you out of the game completely? Um, I mean, probably. I don't play a lot of a lot of video games anymore. Um, Star Fox Adventures had a lot of that. Oh yeah, where it was like there were literally, I think, um, there might have been some Doom soundtracks 
or uh, sound effects in Star Fox because they're just like uh, like open source sure. basic sounds. <clears throat> and it like it, it demeans the professionalism of the whole thing. You know, it's supposed to be a new Star Fox game, and it's like here's a fireball. Yeah, it's um, I don't know, one of the, one of the things with, with when I do sound design, except I, I, for the most part, fucking hate it. It's really hard, and um, it can take. It's one of those things like you're you're making something that lasts like a second or less, but like you can spend like an hour on that, and it it's really frustrating. Um, but you know, if I if I take something, if I go to like freesounds.org, which is a really great resource. I, I'm never going to just take a sound and use it. Like, I will always make some change to it because it just feels really lazy not to do that. I like um the the boo in Mario 64 is just someone laughing and then they sped it up so much. Yeah. It's just like, ha 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 ha. But <laughs> there was um, a global game jam game I made a couple years ago. Uh, where we had a shotgun and so I needed a shotgun noise. And obviously I can't do anything like fully wise while I'm there. There's nothing like that can bang together. So um, mm-hmm. I go on free sounds. I type in shotgun. And you get like th- you know just pages and pages of people recording shotguns or trying to make shotguns. And I, someone's like, you know, you shouldn't just do that. It's like, no, I got this. Like I know what I'm doing. So I grabbed like six of them and I overlaid them, you know, together and added some reverb and stuff and it got this like really nice meaty sh- sounding shotgun. By not you know. By just sampling, like, more than one person. Like, there's so many things you can do to make a good sound that's not hard. You just gotta mm-hmm. realize that it doesn't need to be just the one sound. It can be, like, ten different ones. Yeah. Just a, a little bit of elbow grease. Yeah. Then you, like, pitch shift or pitch shift it down or something a little bit so you get a little more low end and you EQ it. So you got, like, you boost the high end, you boost the low end, and any lower the middle, and it gets a kind of a very fat, thick sound. I was. I wanted to. Um, you mentioned like Bastion and Transistor. Are there songs, or rather, are there soundtracks to video games where you enjoy the music so much more than the game itself? Hmm. I don't think so. Because I'll admit, I think I love the Skyrim theme. Yeah, it's and a good I one. can't stop complaining about that game. <laughs> And when I, I got the VR version to just kind of goof around in VR, and I, I, I edited together that trailer, and by far the funnest thing was trying to get stuff to sync up with that just super exciting, epic sound that they put together for the song. Yeah. And it's like, I'm literally just, I'm looking at a cow's butt and then like drew my sword. It's like, da-da-da, 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 da-da-da. I'm like slowly inserting it, and for sure, <laughs> it was the funniest thing. I love that video. Metroid Prime, I think, is might be one of my favorite soundtracks Ooh, of video games. That's a good one. Vendrana drifts. Fuck, that song is so good. Every ice level is good. Ice ice levels are usually miserable, but they have like the best soundtracks. It's fucked up. I know it's weird. Like ice and water levels, and then they have great soundtracks. It's like this is wrong. I need to replay that oh, game. It's I love, been so um, long. I've said it before on this show, but I really love Sonic Forces soundtrack. Yeah, it's, and it's like partially a, like 
really uh, a guilty pleasure 2000s rock music and it's like it's so it's like cringy and self-aware enough that i can enjoy it but i'll literally sing along with it on the car ride home like more than once a week sure and i just i don't know why i love it oh sonic adventure 2 that had a good soundtrack too I feel like this podcast is is half been like some of our other ones, like about anime or whatever. We're just like, oh, that's a good anime. Remember that anime? We're yeah, it's not with, very with soundtracks. No, we're we, terrible. At least, at least I kind of talked about making sounds. Like, there's maybe value there. I don't know. I'll edit this one down because there's a lot of silence too. Yeah, I, I, sorry everybody. I don't know if this was a great episode. At the same time, I feel really good because I'm drinking. Oh, you know what? Uh, there's your glad space. Drink while you record your podcast at home. No, man, I got like a bunch of stuff I want to do for glad spaces right now. I don't, I don't. Like for one thing, I got a friend named Thomas Rockowitz. He's got a band camp and a SoundCloud. Um, he did a cover album for for video game soundtracks called uh, Bits and Waves, and uh, it's really good. He's got uh, some Mario. Uh, on there, some uh, Mario Galaxy. He's got Mega Man. He's got some Shovel Knight. He's got the Fendrana Drift song because uh, I told him to. Uh, Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. So, you know, if you get bored, want to listen to some like hard rock metal versions of of, of uh, so video game sounds you like, you should go to Bandcamp, type in Rockowitz, spelled Rockyowitz, uh, and 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 enjoy that. It's free. Uh, you know what's funny? We're doing this whole thing on video game music. You know what the the end music to this podcast is? It's usually video game music from some Barbie game, right? Yeah. Why? I don't know, because you have a weird sense of humor. I do, but it's so weird that it doesn't sound like it's from something. <laughs> it's mm, like, mm, mm, mm. I, who? somebody made this thinking, like, oh, we need a title screen. Uh, Barbie likes horses. I know. Uh, Nightmare Hellscape. <laughs> a, a coma fog that this child will never wake from. That's the feeling I want to uh, entice the player before they press start. I'm pretty sure, like at that point, um, you know, the the dude was trolling and he got away with it. I I really don't know. It is so out there. Ooh. Uh, I should probably do a glad space, right? If you want. I like... I'm looking around my room, and there's nothing good in here. The, the Thomas Rockowitz thing wasn't a glad space. That was just me being a bro and plugging his stuff. Oh, do you have a glad space? I do have a glad space. Okay, buy me time. I just finished I watching... Think... Okay, it's going to be an anime. just finished watching an anime called Kaiji. K-A-I-J-I. It's a gambling anime about a dude who's kind of addicted to gambling, and he's got a, he's living a pretty shitty life because he's poor, partly because the economy sucks, partly because he's fucking addicted to gambling. And it's really fucking good because uh, it does really weird things with with stuff you kind of understand, like uh, like the, he ends up playing this like fucked up version of rock paper scissors. And it's like you understand rock paper scissors, and then it just goes into like this really weird meta of rock paper scissors. But what the what the show does really well is that like the stakes are always um believable. And so like yeah, Kaiji could lose money 
but it's also like there's like one time he, he's gambling where he, he doesn't have enough money so he has to like pony up body parts um so he's got this thing put over his ear and so it drills into his ear and like if it drills too far he'll like you know break his eardrum and if it drills even further than that he'll die so he's betting like millimeters on this drill and you go that's kind of weird but also like he could lose this and he's not going to die like he doesn't have He's got plot armor and that, you know, he's not going to die by the end because the anime is his name. But he can get maimed. Like, and, and he's very, very much can get maimed. Um, so, like, the, it makes... It manages to have, like, really high-stakes danger in a believable way. And, I don't know, like, the pacing is a little weird. Uh, the last arc is, is kind of long. But on the whole, it's like a really fucking good gambling anime. And the characters are all really cool. And there's like no women, but there's more crying in this anime than any show I've ever seen. That's cool. So if you want to see some, some bros gamble and cry and have a good time, you should watch Kaiji. Okay, I, I remembered what I wanted to talk about. That's a good one. But I remember mine now. Uh, do, do you like comics? I like comics. Okay. Uh, I want to recommend a comic. Called He is a Good Boy. Oh yeah, I've read some of this. You, you've you've told me to read this. It's, um, it's really good. Yeah, it's almost ending, and I'm kind of like I've been rereading it, <laughs> like up to current. I think there's maybe like just a chapter left now that he has to finish. Uh, you can find it at h i a g b dot com slash one. That's he is a good boy. And it's about an acorn that um, he doesn't like his, his tree parent because he's like an angsty kid. But he's also kind of a, an adult because he has like a, a serious drinking problem. And he this just dude get, gets, gets into, into some shit. He gets into some crazy shenanigans. Um, there's parts where there's like weird interdimensional beings and like necromancy and there's a one where he goes to a shoe store and he's he's trying to figure out what shoe he should get and he asks the lady um what kind of what what brand of shoe would Jesus be loyal to and she says i'm pretty sure Jesus wore sandals and he said i meant if Jesus wasn't an idiot <laughs> and then i think he gets like i don't remember what shoes he gets but like a giant saw comes through the wall and like kills everybody except him so he just kind of leaves the store it's like oh, great that, that's comic. a running theme, huh? Because I feel like that happened. Like I, I read up to the point where he was <laughs> in a bar, and I, I forgot to go back and keep going. But it seems like at some point, like everybody dies but him, and he's just like, "This is fucked up." <laughs> he just leaves. What's What's weird with him is, it's like he's small. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a bug's life where there's there's clearly like a a human civilization going on at full scale, and this is like a very small scale thing in their world. So, like, there's times where it looks like he's going to die, and then, uh, like, a human being will just step on somebody and kill the whole, like, motorcycle gang that was chasing him or whatever. And it's almost like a deus ex machina thing, but it's funny, so it's okay. It's also very but the dark ongoing and theme, it It's also, like, it's dark and depressing, and sometimes it gets a little emotional, and it's like everyone around him ends up getting hurt, and he's more or less indifferent to it. And he's super, like, stupid and short-sighted that it's kind of like he doesn't even realize it. And It's it's, it's uh, very good. It's very good by uh, Casey Green, if anybody out there knows Gun Show. 
or that stupid internet meme with the dog that's his house is on fire and he's like this is fine that's that guy i need to, i need to finish the he's a good boy that that i'm glad you brought that up because i i definitely have to uh i need to send that to my comic stash host too and be like hey let's talk about this it's a yeah you sh- i want you to because um, i'm fucking sick of reading very DC books. Good, yeah it's a good series i like um I like the the way it's going for the finale. Like Casey's been talking for a while about how he's kind of done doing it, so he wants to end it in a way that's worth ending. And I always mm. kind of appreciate that about him. So it's gonna be good. He is a good boy. Yeah. So okay, we, yeah, that's all. I, I, yeah. We we've been talking about music a lot, and I kind of want to throw a song. I don't know what kind of song, but I you know I've done enough music. I got video game music. I've got personal stuff. Um, at the end of this, just for shits, if you're okay with that. Yeah. Um, and so I guess my question to you is like, do you have a preference? Well, I think my question to you is, do you have a preference? Um, no, because all of the death metal stuff I've been working on sounds like shit because I'm using really bad guitars. And so while I'm really happy with the writing okay, in it, I doesn't garbage. sound good. I- I, I okay. I did a whole episode of my My Little Pony, and then read Sonic fan fiction with sound effects and music. So I mean, you can't embarrass yourself on the show. This is I true. I set the bar. You're fine. So okay, I might, I'm I'm tempted to post the song I I finished yesterday. Well, it's a, it's a demo version. I'm going to re-record the guitars and the vocals, and probably some other stuff. But the the composition is done. But it's like almost seven minutes, and I'm really happy with it. It's a it's very weird. Um, so I might I might throw that at the end. Otherwise, like the, the the song I did for the Global Game Jam last week, I could throw on. That's a uh, video game music. Uh, I, uh, a lot of fun synths in that. You know, well, uh, do you electronic. Want to decide which one, so you can introduce it. I mean, uh, you'll they'll, the listeners will know which one I picked <laughs> based based on how <laughs> you know. I'll probably do the death metal one because I'm really happy with it, and then that'll also go on the end of the latest comic stash. So. Get um go go visit Steam and buy the first thing it was and leave a bad review that says this was not Land of Glass, <laughs> and then refund it. That's mean. I uh, I don't go, endorse go that. Go to Facebook and follow Land of Glass on Facebook. That's a real thing, right? Uh, do build software. Dot com or on Facebook. On Facebook, there is a dot go com. Go look as at well. Dual Software. Uh, do build software at Twitter. I don't use social media very much, which is why no one knows I exist, because I'm really bad at That's it. That's com. There you go. I like that one. That's a good site. I got a shout-out on an Elder Scrolls podcast. No shit? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was funny. The person said, oh, this guy was in our Discord, and he said he does a Warcraft comic, so I found it, and he said he was really guilty about playing Elder Scrolls when he does a Warcraft comic, so I'm going to give a shout-out. And then I went in the Discord and said, I was ironically talking about Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Anyways, thanks, Chad. Uh, fun night. And uh, to close, um, let's go ahead. And uh, I think you gave me already, but we'll use the Land of Glass, like the opening title screen music, because it's kind of a cool theme. And uh, to everybody out there, uh, good night. Enjoy the song. Come and listen to my story about a land o' glass A magical world full of glowing folks and sass And then one day, while everything felt tame A magic portal opened and the monsters came 
real-time strategy. Deck building. Well, the first thing you know, you've got to save the day. Every new challenge gives more cards to cut the way. The folks of the world ask, will you save me? So they loaded up the truck and moved to Beverly. Heels, that is. Swimming pools. Movie stars. The Land of Glass. Starring Buddy Epson, Irene Ryan, Donna Douglas, Max Bayer, with Chad Waller as Granny. Sponsored by Winston Cigarette. Winston tastes good like a cigarette should.